You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first episode, we talk about the convention, the U.S. Soccer Coaches Convention. We were on Podcast Row. We had some amazing interviews. You're going to hear all about them. Plus, the airport trip on the way back. Wow, we got Liddy. We went a little viral. <laughs> A-O-C. A-O-C. <laughs> and in the second segment, we are joined by Melissa Ortiz, who played for the Colombian women's national team, Aparcera, on the show, talking about not only how good she is at soccer, yeah. but how she uh, also she might replace the Cooligans one day. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so all this and more today on the Cooligans. It is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yeah! Let's go! Come on! Back from Chicago! Sign! <laughs> we only hang out with celebrities now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a very different podcast, That's okay? It. We're, we're, we're two different people, okay? Mm. This, uh, this podcast belongs on MSNBC, all right? My guy. <laughs> uh, my guy, SNBC. <laughs> if you're wondering... Will 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 success change the Cooligans? Yes, it will. Yeah, of course. Yo, we actively change in front of you right now. <laughs> New podcast. Who this? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know you, man. We didn't go to school with you. We're not friends with you, dog. You, you ain't my mother, yeah. but I am. I gave birth to you. No, you ain't. Nah, son. <laughs> you know what gave birth to me? The streets. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Cooligans. Yes, yes, this is a soccer podcast. I promise. We will get to yeah, it. Yeah, no, it is. It is. But it this, is. Look, this, this, the world is more than just soccer. Even though it isn't, it is a little bit. I mean, soccer is in everything. So- is in everything, I'm Co- saying. That's exactly it. Well put, Alexis Guerrero. So I, well done. <laughs> and, and look, that's why you listen to a podcast with two stand-up comedians who talk about soccer. Because you're not here for just all the little oh, passing yeah. percentage. All right? You're here well, for- let me tell you what I thought of this win. You're here for the high <laughs> joke percentage. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay? Because there's no other podcast with such a high rate of jokes. That's our XJ, our expected <laughs> jokes per episode, much higher than everyone else. Okay, get Ben Bear in here to yeah. get all the stats, all right? Right? Where is he? Where's Matt Doyle? Break it down for everybody. Uh, welcome to the Cooligans. Yeah, we are excited. We have so much to talk about. There's a lot. Look, it's the off season. It's the off season. It's the craziest part of the year so it's, far. It's a wildness. Every, every like, in during the summer, it's almost like the games don't matter. <laughs> this is it. This is what it's all about. During the during the uh, like towards the playoffs when the when the uh, MLS players are winding down when just soccer's going American soccer's just kind of just quieting off. I, I I have that mentality. I'm like, yo, Lex, what are we gonna do during the off season? Because nothing happened. Nothing's going on. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna we're still gonna do episodes? What are we gonna possibly what are we gonna talk, talk about? We're gonna have to fill it in with a lot of ums and, then, and like. Uh, yeah. And then and then the the gods of soccer <laughs> were like, hey, yo, we got you, fam. And we all know the gods of soccer are David Beckham's uh, abs <laughs> and oh. and uh, Alan Gordon's junk in his shoe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Slatan Ibrahimovic's ego. Those three. 
Boom. Form into one. <laughs> and that's the gods of soccer. <laughs> so, yes, uh, we, we, all, we have so much to recap, especially about the United Soccer Coaches Convention, because I think while, while a lot of people were just going in, going to little, little you know, their soccer seminars and yeah. learning all the stuff, we were having like a it – was, it was just madness for the Cooligans. It was – I've never – I don't think we've ever experienced something like that as a podcast <laughs> where it was, yo, it was like, it was like, uh, it was like uh, Justin Bieber showing up at a mall. <laughs> okay. Uh, people were going crazy. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the Cooligans. Uh, we, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And we are your favorite stand-up comedians that are at the top of Madison Square Garden here where? recording at the Hackensack Meridian Health Stage 17. And this is not only the funniest soccer podcast that you're ever going to listen to. This is also what a Alexis. As per AOC, <laughs> it's the damn gulliest soccer podcast. That is right. We only associate ourselves with the gulliest of politicians out here in That's New it. York. So, and look to everyone who doesn't agree with her 100%. I don't care if it's zero. I don't care if it's a hundred. There's one or two things she said where I'm like, yo, I'm not a huge fan of that, but I like this girl's, uh, you know, the way she she manages herself and the way she handles herself. That's exactly how my sister would do it. And that reminded me of family. All all we did was take a picture with a politician <laughs> who's trying to care about people. And yeah. yo, the, the mentions went insane. A lot more positive than negative. Yes. Which I like. Yeah, there were there was a lot of positivity. Uh, look, we're, we got a lot of Russian bots. We got, we got <laughs> a lot of. Look, and I, as someone who has been tweeted at by New York Times White House correspondent Maggie Haberman. For no reason. For no reason whatsoever. It was like a, it was like a tweet about Trump, <laughs> and then at the end it was like, thank you, Chris Blanco. Excuse me? She has yet to answer why no that was. <laughs> tweet is still up. It makes yeah. no sense. And had all these Russian MAGABots attacking me because yeah. they hate her. Dude, oh, the they... MAGABots sounds like a terrible kid's cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> MAGABots. Built that wall. Yeah. Built that wall. <laughs> yeah. They're going to take away the brown people, MAGABots. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut that off. <laughs> Yo, that's why is that on PBS? <laughs> uh, but no, we usually start, we'll talk about that in a second. We usually start the show always by uh, shouting out the people who show us love. Speaking of positive comments, we get, we always get a lot of love and a lot of reviews on, uh, on iTunes and we love them. We're trying to get to 400. We're uh, currently at 343. Yo, you may not think this is the funniest soccer podcast in the world. Maybe. I don't know. You hit your head or something. Yeah. But it is unequivocal that we have the funniest reviews uh, without a doubt without so a doubt give it give we got to give it up to people so here we, uh this is a review uh that said uh, oh is it this, <laughs> so speaking of this, this, good good reviews and positive reviews this is this is two in one right so we have a, a double whammy here is this the concise one uh no no it's not concise okay. at all so they said so this is from uh sagar shrieg uh, Shriram Agiri. Hopefully I said that correctly, but I wanted to, I wanted to try my best. So, uh, so by Sagar, he goes, uh, acquire taste. This okay. is the subject. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Five stars though. So is soda. <laughs> so is, uh, you know, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You have to warm up to things. Right. Occasionally, That's right? fine. Beer. So Sagar says, 
I admit, for about three months since their summer tour, I tried liking Cooligans, and I couldn't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Which, by the way, I hear there's ointments for that. <laughs> okay. We're going to cure that finally. <laughs> so he says, but you're welcome, Alexis and Christian. I persisted. All right, good. Like, like uh, uh, you know, uh, female politicians, they, ha- they, have, they must persist. They must persist. Exactly, right? So... Uh, he says, uh, like a cough medicine, like a very different and exotic beer, like a food that looks weird in a weird foreign country. And over a period of, uh, quote, why am I listening to this? Boom. You start loving this, whatever it is, the Cooligans <laughs> podcast. What makes you love it, uh, you ask? You got to find out for yourself. Why I like hooligans? Uh, and he says, in parentheses, my autocorrect keeps asking me to make it hooligans. Well, yo, Siri, Fix that, right? Uh, so he goes, the damn dude just fell in love with a Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. And he says, um, uh, he says, uh, you got to find out for yourself why I like. Uh, maybe you are the kind that loves slightly ugly things in life. <laughs> like a slightly dirty park, the New York subway, or a piece of crumbled nothing art. Cooligans is that. <laughs> this so, is the most disrespectful five I got, And I got to say, look, Sagar, I, 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 for the first like three sentences, I really tried liking your review, yeah. uh, but I, I really couldn't. Over time. Over time. It took me a while, but yeah. I, it was, your review was an acquired taste. I, yeah. I, by the end of it, I'm like, hey, I see why people uh, consume these reviews. This is also <laughs> sounds like the dialogue of a movie where they ask a mother why she still loves her son who committed murders. <laughs> you know, it's like, look, I understand he's not awful. everyone gets him. Nobody gets him. But he's mine. <laughs> he's, he's just so misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Sagar, for the review we appreciate a piece it. of crumbled nothing art <laughs> <laughs> well what piece of trash on the street that you pick up and you're like oh it's the golden <laughs> ticket to willy wonka's chocolate factory i'm gonna keep this forever even though willy wonka's chocolate factory closed years ago because <laughs> of all the child deaths <laughs> well hey. i have one that answers sagar 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 i hope i'm pronouncing your name correctly though this is the one i'm gonna read it's made by pixel reviews games okay. shasta pixel title is the gulliest show there is all right and the review this show is so gully. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's so gully. Insanity. <laughs> Yo, it's wild. People, it's so people listen Which, to one episode and, and they got to go to a hospital, yeah, a sorry. psychiatric ward. Okay? Maybe that's what it is. Sagar <laughs> is more prepared for the gulliness <laughs> so he doesn't see it just yet, but he knows he loves it. <laughs> so, all right. You know, this is, you know, Cooligans is long term. All right. This ain't. Yeah. It's all about a long game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> so it's th- a variety. Horizon, not a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for taking that th- that those three months necessary to to you know to get on board and fall in love. And you know sometimes you know sometimes people uh, uh, fall in love like our head over heels, love at first sight. That's not always the case. Nah, you know, but sometimes it takes a little bit. It takes some time, yo. We'll, so I, we'll, we we'll be right it. here. We'll be right here waiting. We got we had, had to earn your trust, but now we'll be right here waiting for you. <laughs> so. Wherever you go. <laughs> so, so let's let's you get. You never sing along with me, man. I don't. You're a terrible singer. <laughs> <laughs> me? I know that's why I need people to join in. Also, my voice is completely shot. Yo, I don't our really, voices I, are both gone. I don't really I need sound, that. I sound like Alexis Guerrero right 
right now. That's, that, that's what <laughs> I actually got to save mine. I got I got voiceover to do tomorrow. I gotta I gotta say, well, whatever. This yeah, is, we'll this is what they're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether you like it or not. So we did spend uh, four days in Chicago for the United Soccer Coaches Convention. So let's. If you don't. By the know, way, my wife said, "Hey, your voice is gone. Is it because you were partying so much?" That was always, yeah. That, uh, that that would be the concern. You'd be like, "Hey, well, you having a lot of good time. You weren't in, you weren't doing too many Instagram stories, so I feel like you're yeah, betraying maybe. me." Okay. Right, maybe maybe you were out there partying with a bunch of these, you know, thoughts. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And the truth is, Alexi Lalas is a bit of a thot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's Yo. a soccer thot. All right. He's like, like a little thick in the hips. Yeah. All right. You know what I, mean? I feel it. He got his 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 ideas are loose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, we must have and he, had and he shares them with everybody. Everybody gets All it. Right? It's a little much. <laughs> I, think your, I think your ideas got HPV, my guy. <laughs> the truth is, yo, you and I must have had each. Each 120 to 150 conversations. We spoke to so many people. We we did the podcast interviews. We had to bring we had to bring enthusiasm and energy to every conversation. To a to a, what is a traditionally a great conference yeah. or a convention. Yeah. But can be a bit dull because the people who go, they're soccer coaches. You know what yeah. I mean? They're not you know, you're not when you look back and you think about all your soccer coaches that you've had in your in your life, you you, you don't go back and be like, man, that dude was a party. Yo, <laughs> I really wish I could have just like got, gotten real lit with yeah, uh, with yeah. Coach Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Old Coach Steve <laughs> really okay. brought out the party animal in me. No, that's not what it is. It's it's for very a lot, authoritative for a lot of coaches and women. Uh, it's very, it's very much a, a business trip uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of the coaches until about like five o'clock, and then some of them get a little wild. All right, okay. we're gonna have a good time, right? A lot of dudes whose ring fingers got to end them, but nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it was, uh, it was incredible. Uh, but right. for us, it was, it was almost like we were a booth. Yeah, yeah. Like we were, we were presenting ourselves. So, and just to explain for people who don't know, the majority of people listening to this are probably not going to go to a soccer convention. Wouldn't uh, suggest it. <laughs> no, it's if you it's are actually, it's a blast. If you are involved in soccer, or if the convention is in your city, it is like a really cool thing to go check out because one, you can you there's a bunch of soccer celebrities there. There's players you can yeah. see, you can see them either like give uh, they see them at seminars. Uh, if you uh, you know like if you are a coach and want to hear about coaching or something. Like, like if or if there's a there's an, a big exhibit hall with like a lot of brands that work in soccer and you can get to know more about them. You can buy some gear. The draft the, I, and MLS draft happens. Yeah. It, and by the way, a day pass is 10 bucks. That, yeah. Dude, I mean, if you got like a day, if it's in your city next year, it's going to be Baltimore. Are we allowed to say that? I, I, I actually don't even know where it's going to be. It is. Maybe. It is okay. Baltimore. Like, yo, you live in Baltimore and you've always wanted to meet some MLS players and, and some, you know, famous yeah, World was- Cup stars. And you want to meet some amazing NWSL players. I heard about a bunch of young girls that bought day passes just to meet Ali Krieger. That's right. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yo, you want to do 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. You waste 10 bucks on some dumbass, you know, Capitra Frappa, you know, Capitra Frappa thingy, <laughs> you know what I mean? With the whipped cream. Yo, go, go meet some stars. And they got swag everywhere. You get like free shirts and you get to play these dope games that are coming out. And yeah, yeah. Maybe you could put yourself inside the soccer box and figure out what the hell that thing does. <laughs> you know, any of those things. You get to experience all that. It's a, it's a blast. If you like soccer, I mean, you're not going to go to the classes, but the convention hall, that's dope. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what all of this is. But, and, and to be clear, it's, it, it's not m- 
meant to be. It's not soccer con. Yeah, it's not a festive thing no. per se. There, there's fun things to do there. Yeah, uh, but it's not. That's not exactly how it's built or sold. Not uh, at all. But when the Cooligans are there, oh, we bring the fun. We bring, <laughs> we bring some heat out there because it was. We bring the fun and the lack of fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and how? Who, let's just let's just rattle off how many who who did we meet and and just son top of the heap though. Your boy Jermaine Jones. Jermaine, Jermaine Jones. Who when we you hear this interview? When you hear this interview, you're gonna lose the world. The world might stop spinning. Yo, <laughs> I suggest you you put your favorite, you strap your favorite stuff down to the ground. Because <laughs> I'm not kidding. When you hear, all I'm gonna say is, did we talk about everything? Well, I'll tell you, we asked about all of it. Yeah. And he talked about all of it. <laughs> and you know how we do interviews? We're not like these ESPN pros that ask a question, let him answer, and move on to our next question. Bro, we ain't got no other questions. <laughs> We're going to go right to it. What? I'm sorry. Did you just say this? <laughs> All right. Can I, you really just elaborate on that part a little bit? We're going to dig in a little deep. <laughs> we're we're a little curious about this uh, restraining order. <laughs> yeah, that you just brought up on your own. <laughs> Son, when you hear this interview, you're going to think that boy needs a publicist. <laughs> <laughs> he needs someone to lean over and put his hand over the mic and whisper in his ear. Maybe you shouldn't do this. <laughs> so look, that is coming soon, and we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with it to really uh, tease it a little bit. But we're gonna break it down the way Total Zucker Show breaks down a game. <laughs> yes, all right. We're gonna we're gonna use all the skills that we've acqu- acquired in these last couple of years doing a soccer show yes. to, to to really make this absolutely perfect because it was a hundred percent incredible conversation. But not only Jermaine Jones, Ali Creek who we had an incredible conversation with that you're going to love when we put that out. Uh, Kyle Martino, that another really in-depth conversation about U.S. soccer that you're, that blew my mind as well. Uh, who else? Alexi Lalas. Alexi Lalas. Uh, Kyle Martino, you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Ali Krieger, we mentioned. Kevin Payne. That's yeah. going to be a special one. Yeah, Kevin uh, Payne. A US, we interviewed a U.S. soccer executive. From back in the from day. From back in the uh, OG. That was, you know. He's, and if you are a, a U.S. soccer conspiracy theorist, <laughs> well, then you're going to start to feel a little right <laughs> by, the end of that, by the end of that interview. You're going to be like, I told you to put on that foil hat. Exactly, right? Uh, so the. Who else? We had others. Uh, Dustin Brandon from Talisman Dustin Caps. Dustin Brandon from from Talisman Caps, who's such a great sport. Yeah. Uh, He's yeah. D- never done a podcast Never before. done a podcast. It was great. Uh, and it was awesome. Super, super fun. Yeah, the next podcast he's going to do is like, man, you guys aren't roasting me at all. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just it's asking me the roast of Dustin Brandon. It right? really is. <laughs> if you love Talisman Caps, you got to listen to this. I know uh, you all do. And we're we're both this. rocking Talisman Caps right now. Uh, uh, Yael Averbush. Uh, great Seattle, interview. Seattle Rain. Also the, the, the president of the NWSL Players Union. And Technet football. And Technet football. We talked. We talked. Uh, great conversation with her as well. Uh, really, really. There was a couple others I can't. Uh, even... Edgewater. Edgewater Castle. Which I'm wearing the hat right now. Hat. Edgewater Castle. Uh, shout out to to Andrew, which uh, is a, a semi pro team just for immigrants and refugees, which is so dope. Exactly. Uh, super, super cool. So amazing. The next couple weeks, the Cooligans podcast is. I honestly believe, and I'm not saying. I know we we joke around uh, about being, uh, you know, the best of this or the funniest of that or whatever. I honestly believe the funniest soccer interviews that you've ever heard are going to be coming from us in the next couple of weeks. That you're gonna you're gonna be hearing them. In fact, that's a challenge. If you've ever heard a funnier soccer yeah podcast interview or just soccer media interview, if I'm being honest. Bro, you need to link it to us, okay? Because <laughs> I guarantee you, just 
Allie Krieger alone. That girl got chops, man. Yeah, That's dude. the funniest interview we've ever done. Yeah, she was. She was amazing. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, she's funnier than comedians I know. That's oh, how funny she is. By that, far. Yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't even open mic. Get on stage at a real club. Hilarious. And that's look, and that's why you listen to the show. This is a comedy show about soccer. Uh, we're not here to be accurate about stats or whatever. Never. We make mistakes. Uh, the only stat we know is XJ. <laughs> Expected jokes. And honestly, I don't think there's anyone else. I don't think there's another show. And I'm sorry if I'm going to pat myself on the back, toot my own horn. Maybe you won't hear any music if you don't do it for yourself. There's no other interviewers in this game that could do what we did with these with these folks. Okay. That could get that personality out. All what right. are you going to ask Allie Krieger the same seven questions? <laughs> we didn't even ask her if she thinks she's going to get to 100 caps. We didn't even ask. We couldn't even get to it. That's how great the interview was. Yeah, it was. It, we it, couldn't. We asked her like two questions about the World Cup, too. <laughs> but it was, and it's one of the best interviews you're ever going to hear. It's so funny. Uh, so let's 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 recap a couple things that happened in general, especially when we got back from Chicago. Uh, just airport. Airport. Just all we right. Keep our eyes wide. Okay, you might, at the you, look, if you're listening to this, maybe this might be the first time you're listening to us, and you're like hey i saw i saw a tweet yeah from uh it was from a particular politician yeah uh, and uh i was like what is this and she- it was replying <laughs> to these two very handsome <laughs> which by the way your boy wore the shirt okay just an honor <laughs> okay when we talk about gully gully is not just hardcore it's just someone who stands up for themselves as well yeah and i saw a politician walk by as you and i were waiting to get picked up at the airport picked uh-huh. up by our our livery driver our black car driver we my, hired a, a driver yes, my girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your girlfriend. <laughs> i sat with my luggage on my lap you know what i mean wasn't mad special but uh yeah your girlfriend picked us up while we were waiting for her uh, I saw someone walk by. Yeah. I think you were looking at your phone, communicating with your girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I was, and, and my back was to her. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, you're, and in that moment, I took all three of her names <laughs> escaped my mind. <laughs> just gone. And I was like, in my head, I was like, is it Gutierrez? Cause I'm like, I know it. Yeah. But that doesn't sound right. And, and names are not your strength. First of all, I would even say it's my weakness. Um, <laughs> But I knew who she was, and I knew I do know her name. And just in that moment, I couldn't. And I don't get starstruck ever. And this was one of the moments where I did, because I looked at her. and I was like, "Wait a minute, holy shit, you're like a good politician, <laughs> right?" And then so I turn around, and because because you're shocked, and also she looked at me like, "Yeah, it's me. I know, like that kind of thing." So I knew it was because yeah. she does look a little different on TV. She was she didn't have like her hair and makeup done. She was just walking by, regular clothing, yeah. just trying to get through a very busy airport because of the whole stupid fucking shutdown. Yeah. So and you go Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and she's like, "Yeah," and I high fived her. We had yeah. like a quick conversation with her. We thanked her for you know just keeping it real, keeping a BX. Wearing the red lipstick and the hoops. Yeah. Like the swearing in. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. One. So I saw her and I'm a huge fan. Uh, I just I absolutely admire her. Uh, one thing I she's like, we're close in age. Right. The the, the level of bravery to be th- that type of person in that arena. Right. I'm like, so th- it's easy to admire a person like that. Yeah. And I saw her. Even if you don't agree, just the fact that the, her come up is. Exactly. Incredible. incredible. And, uh, but I saw her and I was li- like where I've, I can physically remember. I have that muscle memory of that feeling yeah. where I was genuinely starstruck. You know, the cartoon where I think it's like a, I don't know what animal it is. They have their legs and arms close 
to their body and their hands and their feet flap and they float up a little bit. <laughs> That's big. That's... I, I had to pull Christian down <laughs> from the stratosphere. I was like, what? Yeah. I couldn't even, I said her name and then I couldn't, you well, were talking funny. to her. The funny thing is you just yelled out her name <laughs> in the middle of a conversation. I was like, yo, thank you so much. And I hear <laughs> I was, I was, uh, you were talking mm-hmm. to her, you were saying you were complimenting her uh, about a bunch of stuff, and I like couldn't speak. Yeah, I li- I've never felt that way in my life. I you li- know, you know what sound you were making? You were just going, ah, 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 ah. that is 100% <laughs> true. I can hear that in my background. I'm like, all right, well. Christian's buffering, so <laughs> I'll, I'll keep was, the conversation going. Dude, it, it might, I might as well have been like, uh, uh, like a little boy, yeah, with on a cru- with like meeting his crush. You yeah. know what I mean? I was, but I couldn't speak. Yeah, literally, I was just like, get out! Of this yeah. is crazy. Yeah, you were just in your head. You were like, say something. <laughs> they gotta say a word. <laughs> say word. Say a- <laughs> uh, but no, nah, man. So. That happened. We got to take a photo. But, you know, I did say, yo, you know the term gully? And she's like, of course. And in my head, I'm like, of course you know. You're Mm -hmm. from Bronx. I was like, yo, you're the gulliest congresswoman ever. And then I was like, let's give her a shirt. Yeah. And by the way, we had just like four or five of these like red bags with us. Uh We just loaded with a bunch of different sizes of these gulliest shirts. We had merch over at the the conference. So I'm just like, I'm like, oh, it's going to take forever. She's going to have to go. And out of nowhere, I realized, wait a minute, there's a small... That's just folded by itself right on top. Yeah. And I pulled that out. I handed it to her. I'm like, yo, you take a quick picture. She took a picture with us, took a picture with the shirt. It was wild. It was crazy. The fact that, and we also, you asked her, you were like, yo, you like soccer? She was like, yeah, I like soccer. Yeah. She's like, I can't follow it too much, but yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things. As soon as she said, I like soccer, I was just like, you know how that, that thing in your head. floated away again. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I died. I yeah. needed to be resuscitated yeah, after yeah. she said that. I pulled his soul back into his body. <laughs> but no, once she said that, that that thing goes off in your mind of like, oh, she's a politician. She has to like, oh, you can't trust a politician. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, she does. She's yeah. the biggest soccer fan I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Want to be on our podcast as a host? Oh my goodness, that was uh, a great experience. But she took the photo. Yeah. Uh, you, we posted it. Yeah. I you posted something. I posted something. We posted it from the Cooligans thing yeah. right away. Mine. She responded to. Yes. And I think it's because I said I gave her a shirt and she started getting a little comments from, hey, you're not supposed to accept gifts of over 50 bucks, which anyone looking at the shirt thinking is yeah, 50 no, bucks. No. Thank you. Okay. Thank Very you so nice. much. Okay. It's, okay. Not, it's not a Kanye brand Thank white you, t-shirt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. Like in season three. Uh, so yeah. So she, she wrote back, like uh, people said, you can't accept gifts in, in like the hall of whatever. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. They thought it was like a government building. Sure. So that's why. I think she wrote anything that happened at LaGuardia when you're stuck at LaGuardia being like, Hey, watch out now. Your boy, you know, your girl's <laughs> at an airport. Now I don't, you know, get something gifts above blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden Sean King retweets it. A bunch of other people tweeted. I think it's up to 10,000 something likes. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. And I realized, Oh wait, it's going viral. I don't have a SoundCloud. <laughs> Let me post the Cooligans podcast. So I post it underneath. So if you're listening to this because of that tweet, hey, welcome. Welcome. Yeah. This is a soccer, it's a fun little soccer show. Yeah. We make, baby. A, we can make a bunch of dumb jokes. Uh, Bro, we talk about some serious stuff with some soccer players you're look, about to hear in the next few weeks. Th- this is uh, a lot of people were tweeting uh, at us because they were just like, oh, when when my worlds collide. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that's a good feeling. I was just like, some of those people don't even follow us, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of what worlds, well, man? What world exactly? Hit the button. My guy, <laughs> but that that is a a flattering and very sweet thing. It's just like yeah. oh th- that uh, almost like this concept of 
the like politics is always in our face, right? Soccer, you have to like explore. You got to look for it. Yeah, soccer is not something that's easily brought to you. Exactly. So when you get into soccer Twitter, you know you're you're stuck there for life. Yeah, right? hell yeah, you you're official member. <laughs> but this, uh, at least for me, it, it is a nice feeling. Like, look, because as comedians, comedy is not just about one particular thing. So we no. can this this show. Is, yes, its focus is soccer, but. Other things can cross paths, and that's how we have fun. That's how we make jokes. But th- this, like, direct connection to uh, a, almost a, a, a darling liberal, you know, superstar yeah. uh, is it's like a dream come true. Like, I'm incredibly passionate about soccer and the cooligans and all the stuff that we do. And then... But we also care about the world. I, yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. Just, a, just a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, we, we worry sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> And to see, and and again, like we uh, t- uh, posted the stuff, and in like the, I mean, the, the negativity, the the magabots that we were talking about. Oh like, boy, was over- I will tell you of a miracle that happened after uh, it. Okay, this is true. This is a miracle. It's never happened before in my life. Patrick Inferna text me first. <laughs> He reached out and put, whoa, that's crazy. And I responded, that's what it took for you to text me first. And he wrote like, I felt guilty before. And now I feel even guiltier. You should, bro. Yes. Patrick Inferno from uh, Copa 90. Great dude. Uh, So, yeah. But the fact that we can, uh, that these like two parts of our lives are like, uh, intertwining in in a way that is like the fact that she, it's like kismet. It's just the, the fact that she held up the shirt. I was just like, yo, yeah. She co-signed us. She co-signed us. That's, that's it. What, that's what just happened. That is the black. All right. Yo, how many other soccer podcasts are co-signed by congressmen <laughs> and congresswomen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You find one. All right. <laughs> I th- link us that too. You got a lot of homework to do. <laughs> no, man, but that was uh, truly, truly special. I, I mean, uh, yes, uh, outside of the fact that I was just, uh, you know, I think uh, my heart stopped yeah. for, for, uh, for a couple seconds. Outside of that. I still, it was just a, an incredible thing. And, and five and, minutes later, your girl was a little jelly. Oh, yeah. She wasn't too happy that I was very happy to meet our oh, congresswoman. She kept bringing that up. <laughs> but that's that's a part of it. All yeah. right. Okay. So don't, it's like, she she has to understand. Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause so my, like my girlfriend, she loves, this is who she loves. This has, she has a huge crush on. She has a huge crush on Topher Grace. You know Topher Grace? Of course I know. And why? <laughs> I have a scowl on my face. So she meets Topher Grace. <laughs> All right, like go at the Starbucks he works. <laughs> at. Don't say that about Silver Grace. He's a he played Spider Man. Oh no, he played Venom. Yeah, he played Venom in one of the Spider Man movies. It was Topher Grace? And What's he done in the last that, ten years? That's, that seventy show. show. Yeah, but he does a good show. Also, here's what I don't like about Topher. That's a nickname for the name Christopher. That's right, homie. <laughs> Everyone goes with Chris. Who are you to grab the other side? That makes no sense. Uh, Someone calls himself John. You're going to go with, no, no, I'm Ethan. You can't do that. You're not allowed to go Topher. I know. Topher is the name of an animal. I haven't discovered yet, but I know it's the name of an animal. Bro, I feel like uh, Ethan is like a bunch of kids in Park Slope, Brooklyn are going to be start being named that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, it's two A's and an emoji of an apple. Uh, I did love that. The fact that when, when you when you saw her and stopped her and she 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 stopped like this is how great of a she's clearly a politician and she doesn't have to do this but she stopped like 
Like she hadn't, like she, we were friends that she hadn't seen in 10 years. She was willing to have a conversation. Totally. That's different. Yeah. That's I, different for most people. Yeah. She, she took out her headphones. Did she have AirPods? I don't no, know. she had with the strings, yo. Oh, okay. So she, she keeps it real. All right. She's not being some elitist she walking around with AirPods. <laughs> she keeps it a hundred. People were making fun of me for misspelling hundred. It's like that shit's on purpose. It's an all caps, <laughs> you idiot. H U N N I D, my guy. <laughs> so uh I thought that that moment in itself was just like she was just like, yo, yo, Alexis, what's yeah. good? Oh shit. It's the cooling. <laughs> Damn. Oh, wait, How you, was the conference? Where you been at? I know. Let me see. The merch. <laughs> it was just a great time, man. And uh, like, uh, just uh, for for it wouldn't have happened. If we were on a standby flight. We not only our flight was we had a later flight. You want to hear something funny? It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the shutdown. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Trump. You Finally, <laughs> Trump does something positive for us. Okay. It would not have happened if it wasn't for the goddamn Trump, the Trump shutdown. shutdown and getting McDonald's for a bunch of football players. Yeah, yeah. It's the greatest ass. things he's ever done. Imagine we went to visit the Queen of England and she handed us Nando's. <laughs> I slapped that shit out of her hand. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh my goodness! We we were on a later flight that got delayed. It was an hour later, and then got delayed two hours. And then we I get to the airport, and they tell you are on this delayed flight. Then they tell me that I'm on an earlier flight that already took yeah, off. That already took off. I don't know what Delta's doing. Yeah, <laughs> Delta then- algorithm is so <laughs> fucked up. We got to meet a politician. <laughs> And then they throw us on then standby. They, they throw us on standby on a on the next flight, which is leaving in an hour, which is sooner than the flight that we were, were originally going to yeah, take. That would have would have if it would have taken off on time. Yeah. But we meet a friend who works with my sister, who's like, "Hey, get on this other flight. It's about to take off. It's just going to JFK." And I, we were in this moment we're, of yeah. like, "Are we going to be the standby or not?" And the guy's like, "Hey, I gotta wait. We call this guy's name. If he doesn't come up, we only have two seats left, and it's us too. Us too. So we're waiting. Do we switch? Do we not? We decide not to, to. and wait it out. We roll the dice. Next thing you know, we're just best friends with Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> what? This yeah. serendipitous. Dude, it- we we played double Dutch with her and everything. <laughs> we didn't get to take photos okay, of all that. You know, we don't like IG story. Everything. Yeah, yeah, so no, we don't not everything. Like- <laughs> Some things are just for us. Gully Squad got to see the photo. <laughs> got to see the video of me going and my mother told. <laughs> so it was incredible and and maybe the next quest is one maybe two things get uh alexandria ocasio-cortez on this show that would be huge talk soccer and then maybe get her to get her to an nycfc game uh-oh maybe or maybe get her cracking on a stadium all right okay you really get all right you want to help BX? your constituents yeah slide that into one of those agriculture bills <laughs> Just slide it right in, you know? <laughs> All right, this is how politics works. We know how DC works. <laughs> yeah, right? come on now. We prepared for it. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break, and then we'll get to our next segment because we were excited to have... Finally. A, and a mate, finally. It's been, it's been long overdue. Talking about it forever. <laughs> so we are, we'll be joined by Melissa Ortiz. Of, uh, she played in the Colombia national team. She played in NWSL. But you are all decked out in your nation's colors. That's yeah. right. Okay. You're, you're wearing a Colombian Bieber hat from Talisman Caps. You're wearing a Colombian soccer jersey. And we know you've been Colombian your entire life since this World Cup. Exactly. So, but to say it out for life. Yeah. All right. Get yeah. used to it. <laughs> I did not wear my Colombia jersey because I was like, yeah, I feel like it'd be too much. And Christian's like, yo, I got you. <laughs> don't uh, worry about it. I'll be enough for all of us. All right. Don't worry. The cumbia's coming on in a <laughs> <Yeah>. second. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be right back with Melissa Ortiz right after this. 
everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, us, us and you. And you, you sponsored this. Gully Squad. Thank you so much uh, to all the people who uh, who support this show and want to be involved with it in a much more intimate way. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, we talked about the convention in that first segment. Uh, that was that trip was made possible because of Gully Squad. Exactly. And if you want to see and hear more content like that, what you could do is join Gully Squad. Uh, there's a couple different levels. We know not everyone has a ton of money. But if you want to support the Cooligans, we're trying to do as many cool things as possible. And a lot of it is owed to you guys. Exactly. So go to our website, soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad. You could join Gully Squad. It would mean the world to us and you'll find out about that super secret message group that maybe or maybe does not exist exactly who knows uh but in that secret message group that you may or may that may or may not exist you might be able to ask questions that we answer on the show so uh, you might have heard us answer some of those questions so maybe it doesn't exist (laughs) but also maybe it don't maybe it don't you won't know until you join (laughs) gully squad so like you you might have heard uh and if you haven't heard yet uh, our crossover episode with total soccer show we answer a lot of those questions so uh, if you want to be one of those people that has the opportunity to ask, that's where you do it. So, uh, so join Gully Squad, soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad to join and join today. Yeah, baby, we're back. Yes, this is, uh, like we've mentioned, long overdue. We're so happy to have our next guest on the show. Absolutely, guys. You, fo- you most likely follow her. On Instagram, okay? She's not just a soccer blogger. She's played for the Colombian national team. Oh, my God. We're so happy to have her in studio. Unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, Melissa Ortiz. Well, Come on. Hey. There she is. Thank you. I felt uh, like you had to drop bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, welcome uh, to the show. Yeah, we've, uh, like, like I think uh, several people heard about you through Instagram. Because I remember yeah. seeing uh, you on uh, just doing tricks. That was the main thing. I'm like, she's good at soccer and i look her up and i'm like oh she played for the columbia national team okay uh out you were in what miami or in florida where in florida i was living in west palm beach you were west palm beach Beach. actually born and raised in west palm beach okay Mm -hmm. so i know you're not cuban because you would have pronounced it wet palm beach wet palm beach Beach. Beach. (laughs) (laughs) there is like a cuban community in wet palm beach wet palm beach oh yeah you heard you moved to wet palm beach (laughs) Uh, that's i feel like every time when like when i hear my dad try to speak english i just get embarrassed like that's why that here in Wet Palm Beach, that's how yeah, you just like <laughs> you shrink into your like, own. Please stop it, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm about Wet Palm Beach. It's perfect. I'm like that's, cerca, that's, cerca, like, Miami. Yeah. that's how it should be pronounced. I don't know where everyone's got the S and the T. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like Wet Palm Beach. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a much more lit beach than it really is. The best is on my national team when they used to fly me from Fort Lauderdale to Bogota. My coach would be like, "Where's your?" F-? Not even. What am I saying in English? Yeah, like, yeah. You know. I'll and they'll be like, for Lololil? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, for Lololil. For Lololil. For Americano. It sounds like somebody yodeling. For Lololil. It's a Ricola commercial. For Lololil. Dude, it should be on the next yeah. spirit. <laughs> 100%. So, Melissa, the reason you. we brought you here is not just talk about how Latinos pronounce things. We've covered that. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. You are here with your mom. There, which cheers. is great. Uh, cheers to that. Uh, we we have a video coming soon with Maxi. That's gonna yeah. be uh, Maxi Hudu is coming out soon. Uh, he showed us how to have mate. you first time you ever had mate. That's right. 
Yeah, it, it was, was exciting times. It was lovely. It but uh, you are here because we are huge fans of uh, just what you do. Because I know uh, you did play uh, soccer professionally, uh, and you are now going into uh, sort of the route. A lot of people, former players, tend to do this, right? right? Because and some are better at it than others. I may say, yeah. uh, you're one of the ones that are better at it. Oh right? my god, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but you Jesus made me sweat right there. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah. No, How but, does it feel to suck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Talk but, to us. Yeah, there are some people. Look, we've met people in soccer. And uh, who played, and some people are uh, like obsessively focused on the game exclusively, and and never learn to like develop a personality while they were also doing that. Right. And you are very personable and fun, and and really cool to watch. And you do things to not only. Uh, just entertain, but to kind of like inform. Uh, and coming from your perspective, Colombiana, you 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 did live in New York for a little bit, right? Not no. My parents actually, when they immigrated from Colombia, lived here. Oh, okay. They, okay. Like they met here. Okay, cool. Fell in love and then moved to Florida. Got but, it. So I have New York roots, like Colombia, New York. Yeah, okay. for sure. So. I'm glad you said that your parents fell in love. I'm like your parents love each other. That's pretty I know, cool. Right? Wow. They're, they're still together. Wow. <laughs> All right, that's it, mom, dad. You're going to wet Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in the water out there. Uh, so, why, so what has uh, um, kind of inspired you to go in that route and and be at being like the more creative route? Right. Um, gosh, I think it came to a point where I'm like, all right, my knees are hurting. Okay. So <laughs> I knew soccer one day wasn't going to do, you know, go past a certain age. Also, the paycheck sucks. So sure. it came to a point where I was like, I need to find something that I want to do and I love and it makes me happy. Um after I stopped playing soccer more because of economic reasons and because of lack of respect and all that, that's another story. Sure. Yeah. Um, Some of that comes with it. Yeah. I started working for my family business in West Palm. And as much as I, you know, love my family, have a great business, it just wasn't me because it wasn't in soccer. Right. So I wanted to get more involved. What they do, if you don't mind me asking. um, It's, they repair, they used to sell as well, but it's more uh, repair BMWs, Mercedes. uh, Okay. Like all European cars. It's a really, really cool repair center. High and boutique like in West Palm Beach. In West Palm Beach. <laughs> yeah. We will never need that. <laughs> two comedians at the soccer podcast. Because you know how to fix a rented Kia that I don't want to pay um, a fine for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they've been in business for 35 years. That's so awesome. it's awesome. And run by my parents since then. So it's great. My eldest brother's in it too. So they were like, Melissa, do the marketing. You know, that was my major in college. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't me, you know. So I figured out if I really want to do something, I got to do it myself. Um, I probably sent, uh, God, a resume a week to tons of companies. And it's either a rejection letter or no letter. And I'm thinking, what the... Am I, like, am I oh, you wrong? could curse here, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I'm like, I have an MBA, like Olympic athlete. Like I'm pretty good at what I do. And I was applying for like soccer marketing jobs or whatever. And it just wasn't happening. I don't know if it was because I was from a smaller school or, you know, the networking thing. Right. I yeah, yeah. just sure. moved back to the USA too. So I was like, well, I listened to some podcast, uh, Gary Vee, obviously. And I was like, I'm going to do it myself. So just one day went like this, like snapped in my head, start the soccer blogger. Um, I was like, I'm, you know what? I have this saying in my head. If like, I'm nervous about taking a, like a step outside of my box. And it's always been like this throughout my soccer career. It's just like, fuck everyone. Yeah. Do you, you yeah. know, that's always just kind of, if you're my afraid mentality. of it, it's probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Or exactly. the, good, the best idea. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always my mentality. If something's like, it's out of the 
comfort zone. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. So I started it and started making these videos and it's been going pretty cool. Um, it's gotten me opportunities to work with large companies, uh, such as like Alcatel, BMW, um, Casper mattress. I don't know, like a bunch yeah. of random things. Yeah. One day you step in an elevator with us. I think this was at, um, at all MLS star? in Atlanta. Uh, in Atlanta. Yeah. That was, yeah. at, that was all star. Yeah. And you're just like, head year. to the, you look like a NASCAR. You're head to toe <laughs> in Alcatel. <laughs> and I was like, I guess you're working. Uh, either that or I feel like you heavily matched. Yeah. <laughs> or I just really love Alcatel. Yeah. I believe the first time we ever met was in, was in Atlanta. It was yeah. previous. You came up to us and said, hello. And I looked at you like, who are you? And yeah. then you said your name. And I was like, oh, yeah. dude, in your, all your videos, you're like in workout gear oh, doing tricks yeah. and balls. And you're like in a full on dress. I was like, I don't know who you are. Get away from me, lady. <laughs> and then you said your name. I was like, really? Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm just used to you looking like, like, a, like a supreme like athlete. A, you know? Yeah, true, true, it was true. so funny. I was like, oh my God. That's right. You, you have a life. You're not just on Instagram. Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't just live inside that little square. So, so let's talk about uh, your career a little bit and, and, and your rise. Just uh, how, so let's, because there's a couple interesting things that I, I, I found fascinating about your career. But you did you just mentioned you're an Olympian. Uh, how did how does a girl living in Florida end up playing for the Colombian national team? Okay, um, well, there's a lot of dual nationals that play. Yeah, for, yeah of course. You know. Yeah. So uh, my parents are both from Colombia. Um, mm -hmm. They immigrated here 40 years ago. And when I was in college, I was scouted by this coach who knew the former, former Colombian coach. Wow. Okay. And so he knew I was a dual citizen. I, I've been Colombian American since I was mm -hmm. little. And so he asked me, do you want to go try out for the Colombian national team? And I was like, hell yeah. And, but to be honest with you, like being a soccer player was never my goal in life. Like yeah. seriously, especially really? like as a Latina female, there wasn't like that figure to look up to, you know, you had your Mia Hamm growing up in the States, yeah, yeah. You, Brandy right. Chastain, but for me, like I had my heart set on being an architect and I got accepted here um, to Pratt Institute of Design and oh, I yeah, was yeah. going to come my senior, like I already knew my senior year, I was going to come to New York. And then it just so happened that I got this scholarship, really great scholarship to play soccer because I had quit travel to, to be an, like to become an architect pretty much. Okay. Really? Uh, yeah. I was pretty focused on my studies and everything. I'm so sorry. Soccer stopped you from your, your yeah. dreams. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Soccer stopped me from being in the studio yeah. for 25 you hours. You would have hated it. No crap. I know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh. also like I didn't realize Melissa was such a damn nerd. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I want to bully her for some well, reason. She said I, I have an MBA. I'm Why? like I got yeah. MBA. <laughs> I got MBA hats too. I got a couple Knicks hats. <laughs> I don't understand what's so impressive about <laughs> so impressive. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, uh, my freshman year of college, I realized that I was really talented and I fell back in love with the game and I was like, wow, if this tryout just comes and I ball it, like, I don't know what could happen. You know, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know Columbia had a freaking national team when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't insane. like Instagram back then to show us all these like crazy ass highlights uh -huh. you know, yeah, from course. all over the world. So I did it. I missed my like half of my second semester of college went down, made the pool, whatever. Uh, the next year I played in the U 20 women's That's world so cup. Dope. Mm -hmm. And then from there on stayed with, with the national team. So it's been a, what, quite what, a ride. What, what is that experience like with getting there? Were they like, uh, with Eta Americana and all yeah, this kind of stuff? But absolutely. Um, La Gringa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gringa, you know, uh -huh. it's always going to be like that. Even girls now who even write me sometimes like, Hey, how can I get to the Columbia national team? Like, I'll be like, do you speak Spanish? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This feels good, important. How good is your cell phone? <laughs> yeah. 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 
There's tests for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the as soon as you walk in, they're going to throw in cumbia. You got to... <laughs> you walk yeah, in the locker yeah. room, you're like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. You, but yeah. she didn't make a coffee while she danced, so you're off the team. Okay? Back to Wet Bombage. So, yeah, it was challenging at first. I'm not going to lie. Like, they all were like, who is this girl? And, of course, you know, I speak Spanish, but I don't speak like I was born and raised there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Obviously, like anyone that was born and raised outside of their that con- of their country. Mm-hmm. So and it was that's a not, challenge. That's not even, like, I think it's hard for people who don't speak Spanish to understand. Even if you speak Spanish every day of your life, if yeah. you're not there, you sound a little different to Heck them. Yeah. It's yeah. like a British guy who moves to the U.S. and six months later, his friends in England are like, uh, your yeah. accent, you're American. To us, we're like, no, he's not. Absolutely. He sounds wild British. <laughs> but to his friends, it's like you lose a little something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever, so it always sticks. You always stick out. Whenever yeah. I go to Dominican Republic, my, my Spanish because I learned Spanish in school in New York, yeah. like, and so it's very proper. So whenever I go to Dominican Republic, I'm like, I'm like not using all any of the slang words that anybody's using. I'm yeah. like, I I gotta stop. I gotta tap my cousin. I'm like. What's that mean? Yeah. Uh, what's that mean? What I'm like, I, I speak the I, language, but this is not the language. And then you're like, what did I just agree to? <laughs> it was all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine there is that that uh, yeah. that pressure, and then on yeah. a professional level, like, are the other are your teammates like almost? Do they like get? Are they frustrated that there's like an American that could possibly take their spot? Like it's worse. It's worse for them. So I would say ten years ago, yes, because we were all super young. Like yeah, I yeah. got there when I was nineteen. All the girls were like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. All young. Didn't really know many girls from outside of Colombia. Yeah. You know, I think what helped me, and I didn't really have like a huge challenge. Like at first, yeah, you have to break some barriers. Yeah. But what helped me was I think my personality. Seriously, sure. like yeah, I was like raised in such a Colombian culture where like if they had a song in the locker room, I'd be like, Oh yeah. And I would like yeah. start dancing and singing. And like, I wasn't scared to dance cause I love dancing. Yeah. So like, I just kind of made my way in and made friends really quickly. But I have seen girls like come from the U S to Colombia and they've struggled and some have left seriously and left crying like okay. cuz they couldn't get like fit in you know and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they don't make it easy for you that's well, fair. fans i think it's so hard for fans to assume that the locker room is a hurdle and it yeah. is it's a big part of it it's almost yeah. like the politics mm-hmm. of being inside a team it's you have to be the one that people like to some Absolutely. degree and if you're not yeah. you better be amazing yeah, oh, like, yeah. yeah. you better be yeah. fucking messy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you an asshole you better you better yeah. like make it where we're like all right we're gonna like right. to be this way yeah, yeah. seriously what, where was uh when you first got there and and you did go uh went to to try out where was what city in Colombia bogota. in bogota okay which by the way is oh my god you need like 10 extra lungs. It really? Was oh, yeah. Because right, it's high up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 2,600 meters above sea level. That's like double, triple Denver or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dog, I would have died Dude. on one of those stairs. I was in Wet Palm Beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The flattest place <laughs> on earth. Yo, like I was in San Francisco and one of the sidewalks is stairs. That's how steep it is. It's carved in a stairs. And I was like, why did all of you stay here? You know, why didn't we leave as a society? Yeah. Well, I saw somebody riding a bike. I'm like, how do you ride that thing back uh, home? Yeah, seriously. I just go downhill. There'll be a pile of bikes at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> yeah, those are all yours now. I feel like you just yeah. say that about anybody riding a bike or doing any exercise. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're going to run in the machine and not go anywhere? <laughs> Seems weird to me, bro. <laughs> Might want to straight your life out. So I, let's talk a little bit about, like, sort of what your career is now. You're right. sort of like, I hate to use the term influencer, but that's kind of exactly what you are, right? Yeah. You know, you're, you're a personality, and which is huge because I think Christian brought it up before. We meet some people sometimes that are big on Instagram, and they don't always have the... They, 
the personality followed up. Mm-hmm. You have you're someone who can host and do stuff like that. Why does it seem like it's so important, especially for for women in the sport of soccer, mm-hmm. to also have like a pop in Instagram account, or else you can't make it a viable career? Yeah, it's crazy how life has changed so much, especially in the media world. I yeah. mean, a few years ago, before Instagram was the thing on your cell phone, um, I was like, how can I get into the media world? And I started doing internships in Colombia with like different big networks. Mm-hmm. But it, I didn't realize that I had the most important tool right at the right here in my hand. In you your know? pocket, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Just there, seriously. Yeah. And, yeah, it's important for females because you can literally show the world or your however many followers that this is who you are. You could be yourself, you know, and you're kind of also you're selling your own stuff. You're selling your brand, you know. You, right. you yourself are your own brand. So as much as companies like you and you could show that, you're knowledgeable about whatever you're doing, whatever it's a food blogger, fashion blogger, soccer blogger, whatever. Yeah. As long as you're knowledgeable about it, you're good at it. You love it. And you show that you're passionable about it. You'll attract such a good fan base. Yeah. And it's, it's, it seems like it gives you, I want to start, I want to start a food blog. It's going to be, it's going to be very empty. Sad. It's It's going to be very sad. It's just going to be like, just don't eat that. If you want to be as thin as me, here's here's another photo of something I didn't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Christian Belongos. It's all photos he takes from my (laughs) Instagram account of stuff I did eat. You guys should start a food blog though. No, No, like half of it would be real news. news. I legit like messaged them like two weeks ago. My parents were in town. I was like, Yo, give me like top 10 pizza places in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> now, shoot. And you did. Yeah. And we went to Don Antonio's and it was the bomb. Seriously. Yeah, thank so you. So freaking good. Shouts to Don Antonio. Ella, yeah. 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 Did he you knows? get the fried one? The Montanara? No. Okay. That's uh, always the big hurdle for people just okay. to get that. It's incredible, so, though. Yeah. You, can, you can never impress Alexis. You you, you oh, go no. to the place that he says, and you're like, oh, you didn't get the thing you, you I get, said you should get? Okay, well, I, know, okay. I, you, I think I gave you, like, four things to get there. You I think did. I said four things. Yeah, and I go, you look, did. you're not going to want to order because it's fried, yeah. and you care about how you look. Right? And, you know. That's that, where you and I, I differ. Know, right? We and, had a wedding that weekend. Right. I was like, yo, how many fins are fries? Who gives this shit? We got tailors for a reason. He's like, down four pizzas. We yeah. have to go down the aisle. I know. I was like, how many is it of you? Four of you? All right, that's seven pizzas you need to order. But whatever. But the fried one is a big hurdle for people, yeah. but it does taste great. <laughs> so uh, you're uh, going back to your career. There were you did play in the Olympics, but you also you played in the in the uh, U20 World Cup. Yeah. But you, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, uh, did you get a chance to? You didn't get a chance to play in the Senior World Cup, but you did. I was about to. You so, was about to, yeah. and, and so then this is what happened. You you got injured yeah. uh, in training. Uh, yeah. Uh, before. So I'm curious. We've spoken to a couple of people that, you know, look, it's part of the game and it's yeah. incredibly unfortunate. But how how did you feel? I, and I know, obviously, heartbreak without a doubt. But yeah. uh, how do you feel? How do you feel then? And how do you feel now about that? I mean, what did it teach you? Oh, my God. At the moment, I wanted to jump off a cliff. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it was the worst thing I could ever imagine. Like, I don't wish that upon anyone. Yeah. Was literally. it was it an injury that just happened or did someone like slide tackle you? No, I mean, it's probably a better thing that I did it myself, because if someone would have knocked me out of the World Cup, I would have like mass like I would have murdered yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have murdered you. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like knife. Yeah. No. You carry that also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's New York. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So four days before the World Cup, we were on our way up. I already made the final roster. Um, we're going to Canada. We stopped in Colorado to play against Costa Rica and we played against like a few club teams and it was against one of those damn club teams that uh, we're going over like tactics just like on and off playing yeah and it was within the first 20 minutes that I took a step back and if you 
YouTube how David Beckham tore his Achilles. It's legit how I did it. Okay. Yeah. He probably just has more views on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Add a couple more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Your abs are better, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, so that sucked. Um, I mean, God, I was sp- speechless from there. Like, I had to get surgery right away. Flew me to Florida the day that my teammates flew up to Canada. And I was just, it was depressing. Like literally I hit rock bottom, never knew I could feel anything like that before in my life. Um, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. So thankfully like my family, they flew to Colorado, brought me back to Florida, uh, went through the whole rehab thing. And I mean, if it wasn't for my family, I don't know what I've done. Seriously. You could probably very easily fall into why me absolutely in that moment and having you do you like all these things going through your mind. It guaranteed it goes through in the moment you step back, you knew you were done. No, no, no. And I wasn't done yet. No, no, you were done for the world cup. Oh yeah. You knew as soon as that. Yeah. So what happened was I was playing outside left back. I received the ball. I took a step, like I controlled it, took a step. And when I went to go pass it, in that step back, my Achilles just popped. Right. But I thought it was a forward coming on and like, I thought she slid tackled me. Yeah. So there I was like, I felt that. And then I looked at the rebels like, yo, what the fuck? Like that. And <laughs> yeah, he yeah. looked at me like I have like eight heads. Yeah. You're like, give her a red card. Yeah. Yeah. He gives a red card to your Achilles. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> and so I realized it was just like me. And then my foot went numb. My like leg felt like this weird ass tingle. And I just, I went to the floor and I'm like, I'm like, I'm confused. I don't know if I just broke my leg. I don't know what the hell I just did. And when, as soon as I felt the back of my foot, like there's this huge hole, sorry if I'm making you throw up, whoever's nah, nah, listening. Nah. Um, yeah, I knew it right then and there. And like my, the trainer rushed on the field, the doctor rushed on the field and the trainer was like, oh, you, you'll be good. And I'm like, no, I won't be. Like, I just yeah, is my, my mother. Heart. Is my mother your trainer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like sana sana yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, that's just Camino, not working today. Camino un poco, <laughs> coño. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that happened. Um, and my recovery was like eight months to a year. But yeah, and during the time, it it did teach me a lot about life. Like as much as it sucked, it was the only tournament left on my bucket list to ever accomplish. Like as a professional soccer player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started my own business that year. I met my boyfriend who I've been with for three years. I actually met him the week I was back in Florida in crutches. Wow. Well, I, have to say, I met him when I was in my scooter. How, how sexy is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, yo, who's rolling past yeah. me? Yeah, beautiful girl. lady rolling. Like, you he, see me rolling. That's, <laughs> wait, that's the song he he literally like yeah. tells me <laughs> yeah. like when we met, he's like, you a roller. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that happened. Met him. He moved from Puerto Rico that same week for a job to West Palm Beach. Nice. And I was down to West Palm Beach for my so recovery. So it's kismet. You know, yeah. it sucks you couldn't go to the World Cup, but it look, yeah. it all worked out. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. you did get to play in the Olympics. I did. Mm-hmm. And what was that experience like? So 2012 Olympics, um, first experience for us as we're the first women's national team in history of Colombia to go to the Olympics. Oh, okay. So awesome. it was really cool for us. Uh, we didn't reach out of our group, uh, unfortunately, but we were all, I was like 22. All mm-hmm. the girls were like 20, 21, 22. We were super young. Such a great experience, though. We got to hang out in the village, like afterwards, like party it up, you yeah, know, the yeah, whole Olympics. Awesome big experience like <laughs> compete like train your ass off go compete cry because you lost but then like go party and meet a bunch of athletes like super cool is it as lit in the village as they say it is is it as wild did, that's what they okay i didn't get to experience that at that litness right. you know what yeah, I, mean? yeah, yeah. I didn't like yeah we parted with some divers and some because there's there's athletes still in competition when we were there and too. by divers are you throwing shade at uh, another soccer team or is this <laughs> 
We play with some divers, the Brazilian women's national team. Okay. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> you don't have to say that. Like, Thank you. Don't ever come to a comedy show. That was fun. <laughs> like viewers. I'm like, don't <laughs> Uh yeah, so we parted it up a few times. It was awesome. What was uh how was the Colum- the Colombian uh women's national team received in Colombia as far as I obviously the men's national team, I'm sure, gets a little bit more attention. Yeah. Uh, but what was that experience for you uh, as far as the... I'm sure this showed a lot of love. I'm sure it was very inspirational to uh, a lot of uh, people, especially young girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like when you were in Colombia uh, getting to experience that? So one of the best experiences I tell everybody was when we got back from the U20 Women's World Cup, we made it to the semis. We lost in the semifinal to yeah, like yeah, yeah. Nigeria from one goal. It was rainy and it was a shitty goal. Yeah. But we made it to semis, and, like, we were such the underdog. Like, yeah. no joke, we were such the underdog. And, like, back then, this is 2010. This is almost 10 years ago, and, like, women's soccer in Colombia was, like, what's that, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. So uh, when we got back to the airport, there was actual, like, a band. There was, like, bands there, like, playing Huacharaca. Yeah, you know, yeah. wow. This, yeah, this whole, like, recibimiento that we had going on. It was the coolest experience. We were, like, wow, like, we actually have somewhat of attention now. Sometimes it's just knowing people care. Yeah. You know? Now, little because you guys work so hard. So hard. And I think yeah. I think this is something that comes up a lot with uh, when we talk to women's soccer. It's almost like they always feel like we're working so hard at something, and, and sometimes people view it as, like, oh, it's, like, adjacent to the sport. And now that it's yeah. getting so much more coverage, has so much more respect. It's a beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. for you to get off the airplane and be like, that was so cool. All right, <laughs> this yeah. band cares. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, well, we got off the airplane. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was waiting for us. Was yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> she was holding up a sign. She was cool. She's Ubering apparently. It's very nice of her. Would have been cool. She had a band with her. Yeah, though. let me tell you something. Well, she was listening to something. There you go. You never know. Twenty One Savage. You know, shows up. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm curious about that. Um, I, I was asking about how it was received, and I know yeah. there was a uh, there was a story that I, I heard about it because you. Uh, we're talking about uh, this campaign that you uh, were starting uh, mm-hmm. that we'll, we'll talk more about. But this, the, the cause of it was because there was a, uh, a Colombian. So he was a, a president of a Colombian team, Tolima, you said, mm-hmm. right? Uh, who made very ridiculous comments. And, and we, in general, we understand that, you know, women's soccer can be disrespected. We can see it and, and on uh, Twitter and whatever. And people are like, yo, you're a dinosaur. What's your problem? Uh, but this almost took it a little farther. This right. was like, not only was it dismissive, but it was like, oh, let me also insult uh, women's sports in general. Let's throw yeah. the gay community. Yeah. Or, uh, and yeah. The, yeah. And it yeah. almost sounds like a joke from like the 80s or something. Like it's like, ugh. Sure. Yeah. Like, I would say farther than that. I feel like but people that's what are a little I mean. bit like, more socially yeah. conscious. It just seems then. like where did that thought pop in your head? Yeah. So the, I'm going to paraphrase uh, because who gives a shit about this guy? Uh, but the uh, the comment was basically uh, they, he was asked about uh, women's soccer in, in Colombia. And he did say that uh, nobody cares about uh, nobody cares about women's soccer, that it's just, it, 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 I think he said it makes women lesbians or something yeah. along those lines or something yeah. like it's just a bunch of lesbian women. He said it was a cult of lesbianismo, a, cult. a yeah. lesbian cult yes. uh, and a bunch of drunks. Which, which also which <laughs> sounds really... 
drunks. <laughs> As I have like vodka in my yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so I'm gonna smell that thermos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when he said that, I, I saw uh, several of your Instagram videos, and you were clearly angry at this, uh, as anyone should be. But what was, uh, what did you think about that, and what made, why did that inspire you to do what you then did? Right. Um, so. Women's soccer has finally kind of has have, has a name for itself yeah. in Colombia. Started the professional league uh, two years ago. That's great. Now, and I went down uh, the first season because I wanted, I just wanted to do that. Something we accomplished. Of course, of course. Uh, but now they are saying, like, the season's supposed to start now. And now it's not starting for another six months because they're saying that, you know, it's not uh, generating revenue. Uh, they don't have the sponsors, but it's like they've had six months since last season to figure that whole thing out. You know, it's one thing if it doesn't generate revenue. OK, well, then, you know, create a system, at least plan. You've had six months to plan or sell, tell the press we're going to not do the the, fresh, the professional league. Yeah. So yeah. you have like a bunch of women on standstill on what to do. Yeah. So with this guy, that's the reason why they asked him, what do you think about women's soccer? Because he's, he own, he's the president of Tolima, which yeah. is the club. So that's why they asked him, what do you think about women's soccer? Well, blah, blah. And he like blatantly said that, like it's a lesbian cult. There are a bunch of drunks. And he was referring to a recent video when... Um, Deportiva, oh, Atletico Huila, which is a club from Colombia, won Copa Libertadores. So, like, for those who don't know, Copa Libertadores, obviously, you know, Boca River, yeah, that yeah, just yeah. happened, all it's stuff. the Champions League of, of Latin South America. America. Yeah. yeah. Well, they do it for women too, and it's based around like a two, to, a three week tournament. And it's the top of each of each country. Okay. This is the first time in Colombian history that a Colombian team actually won the whole continental tournament. Sure. sure. That's great. Yeah. Huge. Like the biggest news. Well, guess what? The Federation don't, doesn't give two shits that like they, the girls won, you know, yeah, yeah. Does, they don't even post on their social media. Like congratulations. We love for winning Copa Libertadores. But of course, like a week later when River won against Boca in the men's Libertadores, because Quintero scored the goal, they right. post about Quintero, you yeah, know, yeah. a player, but not a Colombian team, you know. Of course, of course, yeah. So things like that just really like it's ridiculous. get me heated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, right. and I mean, respect. look, a lot of people make this argument that women's soccer doesn't create a ton of revenue, but it's cause and effect. Are you exactly. promoting it? So that it does. There was a time when yeah. men's soccer didn't create revenue. Yeah. And that's still here. And that's still in Colombia. And that's mm -hmm. still everywhere. Right. So but it's also sometimes it's you have social. to pump that up to help it. You have to put money in to get money back out. Absolutely. And it's also a, so, a social thing. Like how many opportunities are being created for women in Colombia, for girls to get out of their barrios, to get out of their pueblos, to make, you know, an impact, not in for their country to play in a world cup. You know, a bunch of my teammates come from these smallest towns in Colombia and now they are making money. They're getting sponsored, you right. know, just things like that are just opening so many do doors for girls who need the help for their families, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this guy uh, said that. And I right away started chatting with a teammate of mine who, we see ourselves more as like a voice, you know, me not being in Colombia anymore, being here, uh, me being more mature as well now, not being scared to talk about these issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, not me, like not being scared to be kicked off the team anymore. You know, certain things like that, that we had to deal with for years. You're free now. Yeah. yeah I'm just like, you know, I you do want. the same thing. Like, fuck that. <laughs> <Yeah>. you, know? <laughs> you know, so I do that even when I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's been times where Christian's like, Hey, don't say anything in my head. I'm like, yo, I should say something. <laughs> yo, Christian's right. I should say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we uh, started this campaign and it was with the like, three and we demanded more respect, yeah. um, an apology from him. And of course the league, um, like an answer about the league. Sure, sure. So, and it really went, it went viral. It was trending in Colombia, trending in Bogota. Uh, we got 
um, attention from major politicians in Colombia. Even um, one of the the guy who ran for president at the last elections, Pedro, yeah. he even tweeted about it that his daughter's a goalie. Blah, 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 information. Yeah. So it got a lot of uh, attention, and this guy finally apologized. I think like a week ago. It I took mean, him like a month. All right. Huge. I mean, he's still garbage, but yeah, garbage. Yeah, because yeah, he. Or how sincere is he really? Right. Uh, uh, but so at least, his, of course. His whatever probably wrote it up, tweeted it, whatever. Of course. But yeah. It's when just, the polls show the other way, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the way they go. Uh, but that's amazing yeah, uh, because it, yeah. it, 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 but inspiring that change is all that matters. Yes. It's inspiring the change. It's inspiring girls and like women in Colombia to speak up. You know, yeah. here you see, you know, all these movements going on and I see it cause I live here yeah. in Colombia. It's just so challenging. There's so much domestic violence. There's yeah. so much, you know, um, machismo so well, that's sort of the dichotomy of like this the, like the the way people view or perceive latina women which is like they're so like headstrong and opinionated and sometimes they're viewed as sassy and stuff but it's also there's a such a high level of machismo and there's such a high level yeah. of misogyny in latin america as well that counteracts that mm-hmm. sure. you know so you get you get animals like this dude who's like it's just a cult of yeah. you're like jesus <laughs> well it's like a it's a i talk about uh, in my in, uh, in my stand-up act I, I talk about it as well like i mm-hmm. growing up in in latino but just cultures it, it's built in right that that machismo and you have right. to kind of like unlearn it where there's clearly i've 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 been with like Walk. I remember being a kid, uh, like with my mom, while she was like getting harassed on the street, and then I yeah. remember like walking down the street with my dad while he was harassing women on the street. It's just like <laughs> yeah. it's really bad. Yeah. Man. It's like oh well, well who's right? Why well, mm-hmm. I, I know who's and right. You're like yeah. harass mom. Makes She's right there. <laughs> Yo, I was in Cuba like, a few months ago, uh-huh. and with a taxista, he'd like he literally be with his windows rolled up, and we'd pass by women. He'd be like. Like just, that. Every I, time he's like, oh, yeah, mommy. Like yeah. that. And I'm like, you know what's funny? Shit. Like, it's still in my head. It's like, well, it's not that bad. Like, that's still because you grow up with it. Yeah. And you realize, no, you shouldn't do that. And I guess because oh. I'm married, I don't do it. So I doesn't, I don't view it as like, well, I'm, I'm, if I did, I'd be a terrible person. Yeah. It's, it's, don't do it. I don't do it because I'm too shy to do it. Yeah. I'm like, that's really. But- well, you know, that that is what it is. It's like the guy who goes and just walks up to a girl and talks to him. It's a sense yeah. of like, well, look, I got the balls to do it. Yeah, because to me, yeah. I see dudes like that. And I'm like, are you embarrassed yeah. a little yeah. bit? Like, yeah. that's insane yeah. that you yeah. would just go harass random people. Yeah. And like, you don't care how, how you make them feel. That's, <laughs> that's like crazy to me. The, yeah. the weirdest thing is when you see or hear someone honk at a girl walking by. Yes. Oh what do God. you think is going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Just jump yeah. on the hood and rip her clothes yeah, off. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad you pressed the button in your car. <laughs> yeah. I got 20 minutes before I got to get to work. Like, what the? I hate when people honk, seriously. Yeah. yeah. I remember I was driving once and my buddy was in the car next to me and uh, an attractive girl walked by and he, he hit the horn. Like he, he, was, he just hit the horn. <laughs> he reached over. The death stare this girl gave uh, me was just like, th- that was enough. I'm like, if I got that, I got that once in my life to know, never do it again. You're never going back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going back, baby. <laughs> uh, but no, it, I, I commend you for it because I know it's it, even, even sometimes people may feel like, oh, uh, you know, I'm just making an Instagram video or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like even that takes some kind of bravery, bravery because you still have to take a backlash for that. Like right. you put yourself out there. Oh yeah, you put yourself out there. You're bound to take risks. You're bound to get people to talk shit about you. You're yeah. Talk, yeah, you're bound. But you know, you don't listen to those. Do things. any do any of your like former teammates or friends like that? They're all very positive about what you're doing. A lot of them asking yeah. you your advice. Yeah, some of them. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends, she started to become an influencer as well. That's um, really cool. Yeah, and I say. 
go for it. You know, Who more we power met, to right? you. Did, did we meet yeah. her at Soccer Roof? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I forgot her name. Isa. 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 Yeah. Isa. She lives in Houston now. She moved from Medellin to, to Houston. That's so. right. We did meet her over by the couches. Now I remember. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you people talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's Very cool. cool. She's awesome. Uh, and then a few others. And I think my teammates kind of always knew that I had like the personality to do something yeah, in yeah. this realm. I don't know. My goal down the future is to hopefully be like a soccer host or something. I don't know. Something in soccer. Sure. Yeah. Hit, yeah. I mean, Hit don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't you dare take any of our jobs. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. Guys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> subscribe to my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, her podcast is called The Cooligans. I yeah. swear it is. You're, you're good at soccer and you want you good at personality. Like, no, you can't have everything. You have too much. <laughs> Christian, well, good on the Columbia National yeah. Hurry up. Right. Put a wig on. Yeah. Got some cute uppies right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not training. I'm really yeah. letting letting the show down. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we no, got no competition. Uh, we, no, uh, we're absolutely uh, proud of you and, and commend you. And it's an honor to finally get you on the show. We've I been know. friends for so long. Yes, we have a couple uh, questions yeah, just to wrap up, but uh, one of them that we have to ask is, uh, because this has been a running theme on the show, and you, uh-huh. you do have uh, Mate right there. Mm-hmm. What, is the, the, what do you call a straw in Spanish? Answer uh, the question. What do you call it? Um, now, hold on a second. Remember, oh, you, I got it. Hold on. No, it. no. Wait, before you answer, <laughs> just remember... <laughs> You live near a bunch of Cubans, okay? <laughs> Your whole life. Help us out a little bit here. So, in Colombia, you call him pitillo. Be- okay. Piti- but, like, my boyfriend's from Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and he's like, what the fuck is a pitillo when he yeah. went to Colombia? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he once asked, he's like, Hola, eh, me regalas un pipillo, like a pipillo. I'm like, did you really <laughs> so fucking just say pipi with a yo at the end? I'm like, no. Por favor. Yeah. Un pipillo. <laughs> That's not what Puerto Ricans call it, though. No. no. Pitillo in Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I forget what Puerto Ricans call it. Colombia is absorbente. I mean, uh, Puerto Ricans call it sorbeto, I believe. Uh, yes. yes. But, uh, okay, well, the ones near me yeah. called it absorbente. All right, you know what? That's it. <laughs> it's absorbente. All right, look, we're communists. Now let us have something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Melissa... Uh, we are grateful that you came on the show. Thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, for where can me. people follow you? What can people look out for? You do a show on Instagram as well. Tell tell the fans about yeah. that. Yeah, uh, my Instagram is Melissa Ortiz Five, and that's where I do my weekend preve, which I usually I do most weekends or weekdays prior to yeah. the weekend soccer games. Okay. Why did I just have trouble saying that? <laughs> it's okay. Anyways, Too much mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, energy. because your brain is punishing you for not saying up sort of yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, so I'm Melissa Ortiz 5. I do the Soccer Blogger Weekend Preve. I have a website, uh, thesoccerblogger.com, where I post those videos. And I just started writing, like, kind of bloggy articles around mm-hmm. soccer. So I just did one really uh, recently about the NWSL draft. Cool. So I'm just going to try to do more blogs um, more yeah, often. Yeah. And then I'll post some training videos, like at the soccer field maybe some training tips, um, stuff like that. Everything around soccer lifestyle. Something nice. that makes well, if you're ever looking happy. to play uh, a pickup game, we, you know, we, we have a, a soccer team. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's we right. Have, we have a soccer team. Semi-pro. Co-ed. Co-ed. Yeah. Uh, and it would be amazing. I mean, I mean, the, the, so it's a comedian soccer team. It's only comedians, but you have a great personality and like you, you made me laugh a couple times. I'm like, you're in the, you're on the team. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel honored. It. We're smiling. So you're on. I do not play. Okay. Cause I'm smarter than that. <laughs> I feel like walking, I would pull my ACL. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, he just said pull, pull. my you, ACL. You, what do you do? You pop it? You tear it. 
it. You tear it? You pull a muscle, you tear a ligament. You think I know any of this? I got plantar fasciitis. I asked the doctor, how'd I get it? I can't walk. He's like, well, you're fat. <laughs> True story. He's like, I hate to tell you so, this. If we ever need a, a, cra a crazy ringer yeah. uh, uh, on the team, you, you, there's cool. an open invitation. Also, I'm down. I would love to. I would love to film that as you just <laughs> get in position. <laughs> Stop checking Instagram. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop refreshing your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but Melissa, you, uh, you're you just do great work and make sure you, you follow her on Instagram and, and check out her. Melissa Ortiz five. Uh, Melissa, uh, when we wrap up every show, we usually do uh, a fun little outro. It'll make all the sense in the world when we do it. So okay. just join You'll in. You'll know exactly right. what to do when uh, we do it. <laughs> join in. Do I need to get warmed up for this? No, no you know, okay. just, we yell the cooligans. And, oh, okay. and it's like a yeah, thing, but you'll know exactly you'll when know and exactly how to do when it. To do it. Right. So uh, for Melissa Ortiz, my name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!